Welcome to the Manufacturing Wellness Podcast. Our mission is to help improve your workforce's overall health and well-being. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, a national board certified health and wellness coach and well-being strategist for the manufacturing industry. Hey guys, welcome. If you have been listening to the rest of the episodes from this month, you'll see that we have kind of a trend going. The first episode we released this month was really talking about the trends in employee wellness. And each week we've been kind of digging down deeper. So if you haven't listened to the previous weeks, when you're done with this, go back to the previous weeks and listen to those episodes from January. But today we're actually going to be talking about the wellness trend I talked about at the end of the episode from January 4th. And it's really talking about promoting a healthier workforce. And I really see this as a very strong trend that's going to take place within 2021 and further. One of the reasons we have learned so much about how important all those comorbidities are. Those comorbidities were really kind of determining how a lot of times you were gonna work through COVID and survive if you did. And it was really important I saw so many more people reaching out about their diabetes, about their cardiovascular issues, high blood pressure, and really starting to take control of their wellness, but they were doing it in the 11th hour. We don't want to wait to the 11th hour to take care of that. We want to start taking care of this now. And as employees, while I don't think it's our responsibility to make us help make your employees healthier i do think you are responsible to help support them in making healthier choices now if you've listened to any of my tips on effective wellness cultures and if you've attended any of my seminars you've actually heard me talk about my six tips one of the more important ones is really that understanding of support and not to force So oftentimes we force our employees to make healthier habits. Maybe we take all the junk out of the vending machine and only replace it with healthier choices. Maybe we take all the donuts out of the break room and we replace it with all yogurt and granola. The problem is, is you're not giving your employees choices. You are telling them what to do. Stop it. It is our role as an employer, as a leader, is to support our employees. Hey, maybe your employee does not want to be healthier. It's not your choice to decide whether they should or shouldn't be. It's like leaving vegetables on a kid's plate. Any nutritionist, dietitian will always tell you, always keep putting those vegetables on your kid's plate. They might not touch it for years, but then one day they will get curious and they're going to try it. And that's exactly what we want in employee wellness. It's having that consistency of having that wellness approach. We talk about implementing that wellness culture, but it's really about creating a foundation to support your employees on promoting a healthier lifestyle. So when we talk about you know support, don't force, It's about giving them the platform, the knowledge to make the healthier choices, not telling them they need to be healthier. And that's how we can really help promote a healthier workforce. The next one we talk about is really understanding boundaries. Back in, I think it was the second episode from this month, we talked about, you know, how a lot of times leadership, there's that badge of honor 
relationship with overworking. As leaders, we often say our best employees are the ones that are always there and so dedicated and so hardworking. The problem is, is those employees we are honoring, we are burning them out. So we really have to understand boundaries. It's good for your employees to take vacation. It's good for your employees to go home. We don't want our employees always there as much as from a management perspective, it's nice always having that star employee that's always there, always has your back. Eventually, they're going to get burned out and you're going to be screwed. So we really want to understand boundaries. We want to make sure our employees are taking their vacations, taking their time off. And most importantly, especially in the light of the past 2020, if they are sick, stay home. That also used to be another badge of honor. Oh, even though I wasn't feeling good, I came in. That is not cool anymore. Can we never say that again? I never want to work, walk into a facility and have someone telling me, oh, I wasn't feeling so good, but I'm here anyway. If you don't feel good, stay home. And as managers, as leaders, as organizations, we really need to be promoting that, that if you don't feel good, stay home really for employees is managing that stress level. Our employees at this point are so overstressed. Everybody, and I think in the whole world, well, I shouldn't speak in absolutes. I don't like to speak in absolutes, but a lot of people are stressed out. And a lot of people are finding stress levels like they've never before. And we talked about that actually in the first episode where we're not having these vacations. We're not having these outlets. We're not getting out with friends. We're not having a fun time. We're locked in. We don't have those outlets we used to have. I even remember for me, you know, one of the biggest things I like to do as an outlet is to get out in nature. They closed the state parks. The one thing I used to do to be by myself, to clear my head, was shut down. I had no outlets, and I heard this from so many other people, is that we really had no outlet to let our stress go. And it's been, you know, building up, building up. So many people I have talked to have gained that COVID-20, right? They've gained weight. They don't know why, you know, sometimes it was from overeating, but really what I'm finding, it was so much stress. It was so much stress in a way that we haven't known before. It's really important that we start implementing stress management techniques in our organizations so that we can help our employees manage the stress, build their resilience. I hope to God we never have to go through this again, but if we ever have to, having that resilience to know how we can do better. You know, Deepak Chopra always says, always find the lesson. Find the lesson, build the resilience so we can move forward. And that's really important. So we really need to be focusing on helping support our employees' health and well-being. Whether it's through workshops, seminars, one-on-one health coaching, group health coaching, somehow allowing our employees to have access to the information and not just access that they have to go through in their insurance company or go see the doctor, but maybe bringing programs in or bringing trainings in or giving them access to systems that allow it. One of the things I've actually been working on is um, the gyms are closed. And quite frankly, I'm over my 2020 yoga. I've been doing yoga constantly through 2020. And as much as I love yoga with Adrian, I'm a little Adrian out. 
And I actually um, signed up for that ad- adaptive workout. It was like 30 bucks for the year. And I figured I'd give it a shot. It has been fantastic. So maybe something like that, memberships to apps to help them work out, whether it's from adaptive or maybe headspace, calm, helping your stress management. There's so many ideas. And of course, you can always reach out to me. We could brainstorm together. We could set up an appointment and I can come and help you lay this out. But it's really important that we focus on supporting but not forcing our employees wellness we need to be focusing on those comorbidities we know are the highest in our organization and if you don't know what your employees concerns of health are ask them and you could do so in a simple survey or you could bring someone like myself in to sit down and have conversations with your employees to get that better understanding of where what direction you should be going in your employees wellness program You know, some employees wellness program might want to focus more on fitness and high blood pressure where other ones we have a higher diabetes and cancer rate and we need to focus there. So really understanding where we need to put um, our focus is key. Understanding boundaries and personal time and promoting it and then really working to manage our employees stress level, our management stress level and our overall organizational stress level there is a simple and I'll have them on the podcast here probably in the next hopefully few weeks maybe the next month or so there's a great organization called cell packs and cell packs is a little device that allows you to basically allows your employees to hit a button on how they feel and it's like that smiley face system sad face to happy face and it allows us to track so if you're not sure and you don't want to send out some big survey there is a little device and they just have to hit a smiley face it really kind of gives you an overall example and then you can drill down from that but it's a great way to start understanding where your employees sit so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you have any questions as always reach out to me on linkedin you can find me on all social media and you can find me on my website lauratimbrook.com So I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you really are focusing on your employees' wellness. And I'll talk to you all next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening. My name is Laura Timbra. I'm a national board certified health and wellness coach and well-being strategist for the manufacturing industry. If you like what you're hearing, please share this with your organizations. If you want to talk more about improving your organization's overall well-being, you can visit lauratimbrook.com. My goal is to improve the well-being of your manufacturing workforce.